in computer science, maybe it can be daunting as a woman or as some other minority to be alone and to ask questions alone. And it's it's good, you grow and you learn from that, but at the same time, it's very nice to have like a network to support you as well. You're listening to What the Tech, a podcast powered by the Computer Science Department of UCalgary, here to deconstruct complex computer science topics bit by bit and explain what the tech is going on. In this episode, Chris and I talk to Ainsley and Shanna from the Women in Computer Science Club at the University of Calgary. We discuss how the club got started and where it's heading in the future, as well as what it's like to be a woman in computer science. Hey guys, welcome to the show, to the What's the Tech podcast. Uh, It's Chris. And Kelsey. And we're here with uh, Ainsley and Shanna of the Women in Computer Science club at UFC. So I think the first thing I want to start off by asking is how did you guys both get into, you know, computer science or um, different tech roles? Because I noticed that uh, Ainsley, you're in uh, biotechnics or biocommunications or something along those lines, um, a bachelor's of of science. So yeah, I'd love to just hear more about how you guys got into um, computer science. All right. Yeah. So um so I'm Shanna, by the way. Um, I am the president of Women in Computer Science, and I'm in my third year of computer science. I kind of got into it. To be totally honest, um, going into computer science, I did not have a clue what computer science was. And I remember just being in high school, and I knew that I had to apply to university right away. I knew I didn't want to take a year off. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I did a little bit of research and I found that computer science, um, it really let me combine math on like applied math, which I really enjoyed. I didn't really enjoy like calculus classes or anything like that, but I like physics because, you know, you're doing math to solve something. Um, So I saw a lot of that in computer science as well as um, in high school, I was always like a huge art student. So I took like APR, I was uh, doing like musical theater, I was in choir, all of that. And so like I kind of understood that I could take some of that arts aspect and kind of apply it to computer science and not gonna lie, the um, salary ranges were kind of attractive too. <laughs> but yeah, I, so I kind of just took a leap of faith and applied for computer science and I ended up loving it, which I know that um, it's a really like hot and cold topic. Some people either, you either hate it or you love it. There's, I've never met anyone who just says, yeah, I don't mind coding, it's all right. I was just really lucky that I enjoyed it so much. That's awesome. Yeah, and so for me, um, coming out of high school, like I had never heard of computer science. Coding was not even anywhere on my radar. And first year university, I like heard a little bit about it, but hardly anything. And I was like, that's not for me. I'm not gonna even try that or touch that. But then I actually had a boyfriend who was in computer science. And through that, like I learned a lot about the field and I, um, he taught me how to code as well. And I just found that I really liked it. And I really liked like the logical thinking And I just started to get more involved. And I really, yeah, like Shanna said also, like the pay is attractive too. Um, But it's also like really fun and really rewarding and satisfying. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of potential for computer science in other fields that's unexplored. So I think it's really cool to bring computer science and coding into other fields. Yeah, I actually, I really agree with that because the other really cool thing about computer science to me is the fact that like, it really doesn't matter what field you end up going into there is almost any business that you could think of has some sort of a computer science aspect some sort of a software engineer working behind the scenes right 
And for me, like I'm the type who likes to get my hands in everything. I don't want to commit to one thing. You know, I would never go into nursing because I'd have to be a nurse for the rest of my life. Right. But I really like the idea of just being able to like, you know, jump from like different, just being able to do different things, try different things, keep learning new things. I feel the same way. Like, I love how you can apply it to, you know, if you want to do more mathematical things or if you want to do like bioinformatics or even like if you want to work at technology companies in like HR positions, just having that background is super helpful. Yeah, that's super interesting that uh, both of you kind of found it later on, I guess, not in high school, but in university. I wanted to ask you guys, how did you meet? Like, how did you two get to know each other? (laughs) So we actually met through the club. Yeah. Yeah. So like last year, I believe um, there was a tea with women in computer science. It wasn't like an official thing. It was just like one of the faculty members decided to host this event and invited a bunch of the girls in CompSci. And I was there with a couple other girls, a couple of our other co-founders actually. And we were like, hey, let's start this club. Um, This was like fall of last year. And over the summer, we just started building it um, and putting things together. And I got an email from um, one of the faculty members who was working with us who had from Ainsley that she was doing something similar um, and we got connected that way actually and yeah she joined our team and it's been smooth sailing ever since. <laughs> yeah so my side of the story is that um, over the summer I took a computer science course and well I actually took a couple of courses over the summer and one of them was a biology course but it was like about machine learning and coding and then the second course that I took was a like computer science course and just after that summer and I was just getting so much more involved in coding and I was like talking about it to my friends and being like really excited and passionate about it. I kind of had the idea to like start a club for that to get more women who are in positions like I was where, you know, we never considered computer science as a viable option for ourselves, but then we get exposed to it and we're like, oh, wow, this is awesome. And I'm good at it or I like it or whatever. And so I actually reached out to my professor of the course that I took in the summer, the computer science course, Natalie Verwall, and she connected me with Leanne Wu, who then connected me with Shanna and the girls. That's super interesting. Yeah, that's a really neat story. Yeah, let let me jump in there. I just wanted to just take a minute and and ask about, uh, you mentioned, you know, girls, they may not think that computer science is for them. And you mentioned specifically that you you didn't know anything about computer science in high school. Do you think that that's um, more of a systemic problem that you guys are trying to combat with the Women in Computer Science Club? Or uh, do you think it's just a lack of high school exposure that um, you guys are hoping to, you know, break down? I honestly think it's a bit of both. You know, in high school, I was never exposed to computer science. Um, But when I heard a little bit about it in university, I just thought, no, like, no way. That just (laughs) didn't seem like a viable option at all. I don't know about you, Shanna. Yeah, I... I agree. I think it's a little bit of both. Um, For me, a big reason that I didn't get involved in it is because I went to like a small high school in Airdrie and we did not have a computer science program, like any form of one at all. Right. Um, And I think for me, I was very fortunate in that my dad is an electrical engineer and he always pushed me towards like those sort of STEM fields. So I actually initially applied for engineering and then I thought that that would be too hard. So I applied for computer science, which I did not realize at the time is like equally as hard, but you know, (laughs) it's fine. (laughs) But I do, I have heard a lot of stories from other girls, you know, even just from like that young age in high school, right? Um, That they took a computer science class in high school. It was entirely guys and the teacher was a male, right? And they just felt so out of place. And I think 
that it is and it is something that a lot of girls don't consider for themselves. A lot of guys will even get into computer programming through, I don't know how many comp sci guys that you guys know, but a lot of them, a good amount of them are gamers. I'm um, saying with the girls, but gaming has historically always been something that's been targeted more towards the guys. So I think there's a lot of different factors and I think that it's starting to become better, but it definitely is a little bit of both. Yeah, I would say it's definitely starting to change a lot. Like I'm finding out more and more about high schools that are actually offering computer science courses to begin with. Yeah. Like I didn't, I've never had that in high school either. Um, and I did hear that. Um, I think some schools are starting to teach programming languages as young as like elementary. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's so many initiatives nowadays to like to get women into coding. So I think this is definitely something that is changing, but it, it, the problem was there and we're actively working to fix it. And Women in Computer Science, one of our goals, even if we don't achieve it this year, but a long-term goal is to eventually start like working with mentorship and with outreach towards high schools and younger grades as well. And even actually not just younger grades, but women that didn't get that opportunity. Because Shannon and I have both heard from a lot of like working professionals, you know, they're, they feel like they missed out on that opportunity. They're working their jobs, doing whatever they're doing, and they wish they could learn how to code. They wish they had the opportunity that all these girls are getting these days. So I think a long-term goal for women in computer science is to help include women of all generations and share that opportunity. And even women that, even girls that are going into their first and second year of computer science, um, I don't remember what the exact stats are, but I know that there is a very high volume of girls that drop out of their first or second year of computer science, and it's significantly higher than guys. And I think that a lot of the problem there is that A, it's very intimidating being the only girl, right? And B, I think that U of C for what it is, is not like, is a pretty good school for this. Um, but I know that there are a lot of other schools where girls just feel intimidated, right? They don't wanna be the only girl in the class asking that stupid question. And a lot of times when they do ask questions, I've heard a lot of stories of girls just like getting, not mocked, but like, you know, just kind of like condescended towards, right? Like oh you didn't know that and it starts to make women feel less and less confident to ask those sort of questions to get the sort of help that they need to succeed the same way that a guy would you know so we definitely do want to extend that support to maybe first or second year women who don't feel comfortable asking those sorts of questions in class who would just feel more comfortable having a female mentor to kind of help them and something that's interesting a little bit unrelatedness um, but on that topic of the statistic that Shanna brought up while girls are dropping out at a really high rate the uh, percentage of women that graduate from computer science is actually higher than the percentage of women that are in computer science in their first year. And that's because of like people like me, like I'm not switching to a computer science major by any means, but a lot of women are halfway through their degree. And so they actually boost that number that graduates. Yeah, that's a really interesting fact. That's a super sick statistic. Um, I just wanted to follow up there. I have a question here. Um, uh, Shanna, I saw in uh, the... Instagram for women in computer science that uh, you wanted to uh, see a space on campus for women and non-binary individuals uh, in coding to connect with each other in a space where they felt comfortable to grow and ask questions. I just wanted to ask, what does it mean to both of you guys to, you know, begin to build this space and to have it provided for those individuals? So I just think that, A, it's really important to have this space because one of the biggest things that I find is just being able to make friends, female friends in computer science. Like I have a lot now, but like last year I knew maybe a small handful, like maybe I had two or three female friends in computer science. 
And I think it's very, very important to be able to find like-minded people who, you know, are in the same fields as you. And of course, I want to extend that to um, like all our advertising is mainly towards women just because that's how our advertising is. But we, from the start, have intended to make this space something that is open to not just women, to non-binary, to transgender, to really any person who feels like they are not in the mainstream, who need that extra support. Um, we want to be a, an open and welcoming space for everybody, right? Um, just to kind of build your network, make some friends, um, which I think is very important, and just learn together, grow together, and come up together. <laughs> so Ainsley, do you want, do you have a, a take on that question? Okay, I have a couple of things on that. So to directly answer that, what it means to me is I think it's very important to provide that space. Um, and so one thing I was thinking while Shannon was talking is like, there's a huge problem with equality and inclusion. They're not the same. And I think we're making great progress towards equality. You know, we have a lot more women in technology. We have a lot more women in science and all these things, but inclusion is a whole separate topic in that it can be just because you have a few more women in a male dominated area, it can be very isolating to be that one woman. And then you have a couple of options there. Like you could kind of become one of the guys and try and like fit in with them. Um, or you can just kind of stay true to yourself, which doesn't necessarily mean you don't have guy friends or you don't interact with them. I'm not saying you stay completely excluded, but it is slightly different. Um, and so to provide this space, I feel like we're increasing that inclusion by, like Shanna said, like helping people make friends um, and just in computer science, maybe it can be daunting as a woman or as some other minority to be alone and to ask questions alone. And it's, it's good, you grow and you learn from that, but at the same time, it's very nice to have like a network to support you as well. For sure. I guess the big thing here, the takeaway is that um, we want to, I guess, change what it means to be in computer science. Cause what I think a lot of people right now, when they picture computer science, when they picture coding, they picture a bunch of guys, you know, with them, um, you know, their hacker, like the green lights everywhere and the zeros and the ones. And it's, it's always, you know, just <laughs> a bad set, um, you know, and I think that there are a lot of like male qualities that are kind of associated with computer science, with being a coder, with, you know, being a programmer. Um, and so what we want to try to do is kind of start to break down those sorts of ideas, right? And like Ainsley said, um, create more inclusion in the idea of what it means to be in computer science, right? You can be, you can be feminine and wear high heels to class every day or to work every day and do up your hair. I mean, not that I have the effort to do all of that, but you know, you could, and you wouldn't be any less of a computer scientist or a programmer than anybody else in that room, right? And so that's something that we want to kind of start to create. Yeah, for sure. For sure, yeah, those are great answers. What was the whole process like applying to start this new club and maybe what were some of the challenges that you guys faced? Well, but one challenge that we faced was that we didn't want to overstep with women in science and engineering because they already kind of are making a space for women in science and engineering. Hi listeners, it's Kelsey here. I just have a quick sidebar for you. The Women in Science and Engineering Club, also known as WISE, has been a long-standing club at UCalgary. 
It was established in 1990 and continues to provide a support system for science and engineering students through academic achievement and professional development programs. But in terms of computer science, I think that they don't typically have a whole lot going on for that. When I spoke to the execs, they said it just really depends on who's in there at the time. But I remember going into my first year and walking around clubs week, I think my second week as a first year. And I saw women in science and engineering. I was like, whoa, this is so cool. And I was just talking to them and they were like, oh yeah, um, we have something for basically everyone. If you're in engineering, if you're in kinesiology, if you're in bio, blah, 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 blah. What are you in? And I said, I'm in computer science. And they said, oh, well, we don't really have anything for that right now. <laughs> um, so we had a bit of a issue when we were first applying because we had to convince the SU that we were different. And we did end up meeting with WISE and we were really on the same page about just being, because computer science, you know, it it's a science, it's in the faculty of science, but compared to all the rest of the sciences, it's really its own kind of entity. It's, it's really its own thing, right? And so we all kind of agreed that it would just be really important to have that space for computer science and coding and technology specifically. Um, but yeah, we had to kind of figure out how to <laughs> make it so that we could really show the SU that so that they would approve our club. And in terms of process, like we had to write our constitution and I feel like that taught us a lot. Like mm -hmm. at least I learned a lot from that. Um, and we had some help from Leanne Wu as well who has been helping us a lot with this club in general. That's awesome. It was definitely interesting at first getting started because we were trying to figure out all the rules with the SU and then especially, you know, being in a pandemic and everything being online, just trying to navigate online school, let alone, you know, trying to start a club online, right? And trying to connect with a bunch of people online when we couldn't be seeing them in person, we couldn't be putting up posters, you know? Um, so that was another really interesting challenge that we had. And some that we're still working on. Um, we initially wanted to reach out to a lot more grad students, um, but we really struggled to find a good way to do that because we can't just go up, put up a poster in the grad hall. And we actually did end up speaking with <laughs> one of the <laughs> first year grad classes that was mandatory for all grad students. We went in there because we were trying to find women. Um, I think there was one woman in that class and like <laughs> 11 guys staring back at us with a blank look on their Um yeah, that was another thing, but <laughs> definitely been an interesting process. Um, really rewarding, though. Yeah, I can imagine. It sounds like uh, you guys have gone through a lot, especially now that uh, we're, you know, still in the pandemic and things have changed a lot over the last year. So that's good to see that you you still got the club up and running and you made the space for women. I guess the next thing I wanted to ask was uh, kind of what has been the biggest accomplishment of the club? What are you most proud of? Personally, I mean, we're still, I guess this will probably change in a little bit, but um, so far I'm actually really proud of the community that we've created. We opened up our Discord and honestly, just like seeing girls be friends and talking together, laughing together, you know, we'll hang out in like the Discord lounge or send memes or whatever, right? And just seeing the friendships that people have already started to build out of this and even the friendships that I started to build out of this um, in such a short amount of time, like... To me, that in and of itself is such a big accomplishment. I feel like, yeah, that's, I would say the same thing. Um, and also to touch on that, like I'm proud of the team that we've built up as well to lead this club. 
just yeah we we're really fortunate with our exec team hiring we've managed to put together a really good group of girls that really get along and are just driven and motivated to you know make this club as best as it can be mm-hmm. that's awesome how many people uh, total do you have how many members so right now because we're not really using club hub or like taking membership fees or anything like that we, we kind of have just been counting our members based on how many people are in our discord group <laughs> Um, since there's not really any other way for us to track that. Right now, we have 70 members in our Discord group. And then we also have a mailing list of maybe 20 or so people. I'm not sure if there are, I think a few of those people on the mailing list are not in the Discord. Maybe 10 extra. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's super exciting. I know we're in a pandemic right now, so everything you guys are planning right now is very different than what it would look like in the future. Do you have any plans for stuff that you want to do when we get back on campus? And how does that compare to how your events and things are structured right now? I think most of the stuff that we have plans to do when we're off campus, we have already started trying to find a way to do it online. Obviously, it's been interesting because, you know, things like industry events, um, you know, resume, mentoring, anything like that you know, professional development series is which we've kind of been looking into doing, it's going to look a lot different because you can't have people, you know, coming in and out of breakout rooms together or coming out of rooms together and just like mingling, talking. Um, And you've also got to find a way to engage someone who's staring at a computer screen for an hour, right? And so I think that the biggest downside with any sort of event that we try to plan online is that just with how it is, no matter what we do, is it's going to be less engaging. We will obviously try our best to combat that, but the hope is that when we go to in-person, we'll just be able to create more engaging events, um, have more people involved, just, I guess, do more. Some of the things that I was actually hoping for um, when I was first thinking about creating like this club in this space is something that I think will only be possible really in person. And I'm graduating, so I won't be able to see it, but I really hope that like they can implement that is we're thinking of doing like mentorship sort of buddy programs. So maybe women who are in their fourth, third, fourth, whatever year of computer science or more experience with coding can be partnered with like younger years or even women from different degrees who are just interested in coding. Mm -hmm. And so I envisioned like people having, we'll have like mini hackathons in a way, you know, where these teams can use whiteboards and work out problems and I think it's really nice to collaborate in person obviously it's possible online as well but there's a certain sense of connection that I think being in person really helps with Mm -hmm. Um, and another thing with being in person I think would be really cool if women in computer science could have like a lounge or an office space at least yeah we would love a lounge (laughs) just have people coming in and out Um, oh yeah and the other one I think would be like high school outreach, which is a really important thing to both of us, just being able to talk to more younger students um, before they go into university, answer some of their questions. But obviously we can't do a whole lot of that right now. And I think networking events are probably gonna be better in person as well. Yeah, like we'll still have them, but they aren't gonna be the same as it was if it was to be in person. But we will do our best. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess my next follow-up question um, to, you know, different events that you guys were doing, what are you doing this semester? What have you done? What, <laughs> what, what's coming down the pipe for uh, Women Computer Science? Hi, listeners. Another side note here. 
This episode was recorded in February, and therefore the events that will be mentioned have already passed. To stay up to date with what's happening in the Wix Club, be sure to follow them on Instagram at wics.uoc. They also have a link in their Instagram bio for you to follow along on their Discord. Oh, that's a hefty question there. Um, so we've only done one event so far. We did a meet and greet, I think, was it last week or a couple weeks ago? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and that was really successful. We had quite a few people turn out. Um, we were doing just kind of like breakout room speed dating style, um, like, you know, letting you meet some of the other members. Um, our next event, I believe, is on February 15th. Yes, next Monday, we're going to do like a trivia night for women in computing. So it's just going to be like more of a fun event. Um, oh, we're also working with CSIS and WISE right now. Um, so the CSIS hackathon is coming up, Calgary Hacks, I believe it's called. Mm -hmm. um, and we are working with WISE and CSIS to put together a um, panelist or a panel of women in STEM. Cool. So cool. we've got a few different women who've worked in computer science, like industries. One's a faculty member. Um, one I believe is from Skip the Dishes. And um, one, I don't think she's in computer science. She's just, I think a professor from the faculty of science. Um, but we're just gonna ask some questions and um, just do a panel style kind of thing for their hackathon, which would be really cool. Can we also have some industry um, and networking events planned as well? So we're looking to have like speakers come in. We have an HR lady from a technology company coming to give us a talk, as well as we're trying to plan a workshop to help students or whoever comes learn R in collaboration with another group called R Ladies Calgary. Mm -hmm. And we have a networking event tentatively planned for March. Um, yeah, we're still working out the details, but we do have a lot of ideas. Um, one of the things that we wanna do next November is a web development month. Um, because obviously that's kind of like computer science corner, right? You don't really learn it because that's probably not like one of the main things you're going to be doing, but it's still cool to kind of know about. So we just want to do a month where we kind of teach a bit about like web development. And then at the end of the month, um, have a group of girls working a team together, just like from the club um, to build a woman in computer science website. And they can then add that to their portfolio and practice kind of what they've learned over the month. So... Very cool. Yeah. And are people free to DM you or email you at all about different opportunities? Or is there a wait list? Or are you planning on having general members next year? So, <laughs> um, yeah, one of the things that we're really looking for in the future, um, right now, we don't really have a whole lot going on, just kind of, we're just trying to get everything set up. Um, but we do want to provide more opportunities for our members to get involved and to do things, plan things, right? Um, so, one of the things from the start that I've always wanted to push is that if we have a member that, you know, has a project that, or something that they would like to do or see within the club that they are really, really passionate about that we haven't talked about yet, come to us and we will see if there's a way that you can be involved in that project. You know, this club isn't, it isn't about us as the exec team, you know, it's, it's about everybody and giving everyone a chance to be involved. And right now we don't really, have too many opportunities just because we don't have too much going on um, but in the future that's definitely something that we are working towards just building those opportunities up. I was just going to say um, in the future I think we'd like to have committees so like we'd have an events committee we might have we might build like a website committee or 
um, just so we can increase the amount of opportunities that we have for people to get involved with us. Very cool. Yeah. And I guess I, I'll jump in with another question. Um, both of you guys have mentioned that computer science, you know, is open to a broad variety of different subject matters. Um, and you just touched on if there was a member that really wanted to focus on one project, you guys would find a way to help, you know, focus on a specific subject matter. What subject matters personally matter to you? Um, I actually am still kind of exploring, but I've kind of started doing a little bit of um, app development of Android, which is kind of what we're doing in our hackathon. And I also started volunteering for um, a startup called Ivy. I don't know if you've heard of them. They've built an app basically, which allows you to interact with what's going on on campus, meet other students. So I actually got into that, just volunteering for them to learn a little bit about it. And I actually really, really enjoy it. I find it very cool just being able to do something that you know, goes straight to the user that you can just immediately see what you've created. Right now, I'm really interested in that. Um, another thing that I really would love to get into and learn more about is AI and machine learning. I haven't really gotten too far into it, but I'm really, really interested in learning more about that personally. Yeah, I'm really interested in machine learning um, and AI as well. I was fortunate I took a course last year, like specific, the biology course was actually machine learning for biology. Um, and through that, I learned a lot. It was a really great course. And I'm right now taking a course on emergent computing, which is sort of, it's, it's basically AI as well. And so I really enjoyed that as well. I was going to ask, we've talked a little bit about, you know, some of the challenges of being a woman in STEM and in computer science, but what do you guys think is the best part about being a, a girl in computer science? Oh, that's a hard question. Um, I honestly just think there's something, you know, so empowering, you know, as a woman, just to be among all these guys and just doing it, you know, and I guess throughout history, there have been so many women who've just been silenced or, you know, throughout history, um, they've done research and their work has been taken by men um, who's had the credit for that or just, you know, whatever. And now in the 20, 2021, I can be in a group of men doing the exact same thing as them, like, creating software that everyone can see you know there's just something really really empowering about that and I just I don't know part of me just makes me feel like I'm making my female ancestors proud <laughs> yeah I kind of agree like it makes you feel good knowing you have that skill and you can get things done things that are useful and impactful I think it helps confidence as well if you know that you have a good professional skill that you can apply yeah I think at the end of the day, it's not really a question about, you know, what's the best thing about being a woman in STEM, because something that we're trying to combat is that, you know, difference between the male and the female experience, right? It's just, what's the best thing about being in STEM? Yes, you are a woman, but what's the best thing about being in STEM? Why do you love it, right? I agree 100%. And that's something that, you know, hopefully will become more and more of a conversation. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, sure. One final question I have is um, any high school girls listening right now or non-binary, transgender, people that feel like maybe computer science isn't for them, what would you want to say to them? I would say try it, honestly. Like, if you don't know what it is, like, it's really hard for you to know if you'd like it or not. There are so many free resources out there. You know, you can just take a free course on it, just do it a little bit and see if you like it. You know, it's not for everybody, but try it. And if you love it, you will just have so much fulfillment doing it. If you have more questions, 
do not hesitate to reach out to us. Um, you know, send us an email or join our Discord, and we'd be happy to have a chat with you and tell you in more detail, you know, what it's like to be a woman in computer science and answer some of the questions you might have. Yeah, I would say the same thing. You know, you don't know until you try. It may not be for you. That's true. There's no harm in trying. Like Shanna said, there's so many free online resources that you can just go and Google how to code. And I'm sure you can find videos and websites and just give it a chance. And like, I guess adding on to that is part of being a computer scientist is literally looking everything up. Like we Google everything. The amount of times I have Googled literally the most ridiculous things. And I think I've probably been on the same Stack Overflow page about like 20 times, right? So you don't need to know. Just really the thing about being a computer scientist is knowing how to look for those answers, knowing how to learn what you don't know how to do, right? So really just dive in and start doing it, you know, and see if you like it. And I'd also say don't give up right away because sometimes it can be a little frustrating, but that's the best part is when you're so frustrated and so annoyed <laughs> and then you finally get something after like three hours. You're like, <laughs> three hours of why am I doing this to myself? And then all of a sudden you get it and you're like, oh yeah. And it's like the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of times I've questioned my degree choice in the middle of an assignment though, I won't lie. <laughs> Um, and where can uh, where can students find you and contact you? Um, so yeah, uh, our DMs on Instagram are always open. Um, feel free to shoot us an email or again, our Discord is open and welcome to high school students also. So just really any of those channels and let us know who you are and you know let us know if you'd like to speak more with us and we will probably get back to you within a day or two and be happy to chat with you. Awesome. So I just wanted to say thank you, Ainsley and Shanna, for both coming on the show. It was great to hear more about women in computer science, and uh, it was a pleasure getting to talk to you and getting to know you. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. This was a really fun conversation. Yeah, thank you as well. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of What the Tech, a podcast powered by the Computer Science Department of UCalgary. If you enjoyed listening, be sure to subscribe for more computer science content. For more information on what was discussed in this episode, be sure to check out the description. If you'd like to stay up to date on all things tech at UCalgary, you can follow us on Instagram at U of C underscore CPSC. Thanks again for listening and join us again soon for the next episode of What the Tech.